He told me how we would run with wild abandon, hand in hand, screaming with joy and delighting in its beauty. This world would be ours. I couldn't wait to get there. Never would I have anticipated upon arrival I would find myself naked and alone, the field a barren wasteland and dust filling my eyes. It was a sad and sultry song, orchestrated by a breeze that traveled unimpeded across the cracked landscape that woke me. I'm not certain at which point my mind blurred the blue of his eyes, the flecks of gold you could only see when up close, with the reality that I was, in fact, gazing upward into the sunlit and cloud-spattered sky. It was likely, at the same moment, that my body recognized the absence of the warm caress of his hands on my flesh. The sun was my dream lover. I teetered on the precipice, half dreaming, half awake, and not ready to fully embrace the latter. For a long while, I remained in that state, squeezing my eyes shut, refusing to open my mouth to the dust that had already settled upon my nakedness and turned my wet eyelashes muddy. My breasts were shallow. It was becoming ever more difficult not to pull in deeply to replenish my air. If I stayed like this, my body curled up into itself like a battered child, barely breathing. Fate would surely find me buried in these silken sands. Already small dunes had gathered up the pads of my feet, tickling them. And although I hadn't yet moved, I was certain when I did, there would be pain. A subtle throbbing coursed through me from in between my legs, the memory of a recent ravishing. But there was more than that, so much more. Only my mind wouldn't reach into remembrance. I had to move, I had to find a way out of this place. But it seemed my conviction simply wasn't there. I felt the pull of sleep sneak around the edges of my subconscious, seducing me into its black, velvety comfort. Just a few minutes here, a few minutes more in this. Let me sleep, for when I awaken, I may find this to be but a dream. Down, down, and further down into dreaming I fell. The abrasive world that surrounded my body a few meager moments ago fell away and was replaced by darkness and starlit skies. Contentment cradled me. In this I could have remained forever. Death could have raised his silvery sickle, and I would have taken the blow willingly. But just as I relented to the abyss, a roar disturbed the melancholy lullaby the sands were singing. My sleep shifted from its dark depths, transitioning into a calm, delicately alert state, and then, ever so slightly, edged back into slumber. My heart thrummed gently in my ear, and even as it was pressed hard into the dry, fissured lake bed, it was a soothing sound. I wasn't dead, at least not yet. Louder, my heartbeat grew, seeming to disturb the ground beneath me. Something wasn't right. It grew stronger still, my body quaking. Deep in my core, panic was born. I forced my one eye open, the one closest to the ground. The sand bounced on the desert floor in rhythm with my heart. 
It scratched at my eyes, seeming to take glory in blinding me. The chant of my raging heart quickened. I opened my other eye. My body arced up, and I found myself drowned in dust, sitting in a torrid hurricane. It grew thicker. It grew thicker with the ever-increasing crescendo of my heart and the sobs that ravaged me. The torrential streams of this fear mixed with confusion did little to free my vision. My heart was sure to burst at any moment. It thudded painfully against my ribcage, sending sharp, needle-like pricks and shockwaves throughout my body. There was no way I was strong enough to contain the relentless barrage of emotions as the fevered onslaught of my heart raged against my chest. And then all was quiet, save for another heart that beat in rapid time with mine, and a quickened breath that moved the cloud of sparkling sand to dancing in a feverish whirlwind around me.